Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. I am your host, Sharika Dunstan. So I'm excited today because, of course, there's another coach joining me, Coach Tracy, and we are talking about purpose. Y'all know I love a good purpose conversation, but before we jump in to talk about purpose, I would love for you to introduce yourself, Tracy. Well, thank you, uh, Tracy Cadden. I have been a certified health life coach since 2020, um, spent 30 years in the nonprofit field as a social worker, and just decided that it was time for me to move from helping people to healing people. And then through that journey, I began to work on myself. And so that's how Transformation with Tracy took place. And through that process, I've lost almost 100 pounds. And more importantly, I found me. And I want to help share that with everyone else. So that's why I'm, that's my purpose in helping others find that most authentic version of themselves. I'm the grandmother of three beautiful children. And uh, I'm just happy to join you today. I am so elated to have a fellow social worker, fellow coach, mm -hmm. all those good things, a fellow Southerner. Um, <laughs> all that good stuff. Like I get really excited when I get to talk to social workers who are also coaches. Um, I feel like we make great coaches and mm -hmm. I actually started off as a coach before I became a social worker, but um, there are two paths that are different, but you need the same type of skills mm -hmm. and we're all in this to help people. So I'm elated to have you here. And I don't know, like, the fact that you just said you've lost almost a hundred pounds, mm -hmm. like that's truly a transformation. Yes. And now you're helping other people. Like that's beautiful. So thank you for being well, here. Thank you. Well, I, the journey to losing the weight, I like a lot of other people had yo-yoed. I was a former college basketball player. So I had been thin and then I got pregnant, had a baby and gained weight. And then just kind of sort of got into being a mom and, got into being a social worker. So of course, you know, that puts everybody else first, puts me last and really fell into that game, like a hundred pounds in, but I'm also six, three. So I covered it very well. Um, and then just like everybody else, when COVID happened in 2020, it made you sit down. And I started really, um, I have a thing called my chill spot, my, my chilling spot. So, uh, I do a daily meditation for my chilling spot. And through that, I started really looking internally. And then I realized that this weight, the external weight represented all the anger, frustration, hurt, everything, lost hope, lost dreams that I had. And so once I started working on me, then the weight started to really fall off. And then, then I got into, I have a trainer, started doing different, uh, like I, like for the month of March, we went meatless. I will say, I can't hurry up and wait till March gets over because I see a Buffalo Wild Wing commercial every other day. I can't wait to get some wings. But the, but that transformation really started from the inside out. It really started with just me knowing that my purpose was greater than what I was living. And the weight represented all the things that were holding me back. 
love that because that's so true. So um, I don't think the viewers and listeners know, but I've been on my own little fitness journey now. If you follow me on Facebook, my personal page, you've seen my fitness journey. If you follow me on Instagram and you watch my stories, y'all see me at Planet Fitness and get my little steps in every day. Um, it's a very intentional practice for me. And people don't know how much weight I gained. Um, I was very thin too, Tracy. And then I got married and had a baby and I lost the weight, but then it came back and I became a social worker <laughs> and putting everybody before me. Then I had another baby and yeah, life happened and life happened okay. very quickly. Very um, quick. And now I'm back to the place of taking care of me. So thank you for sharing about your journey. And now, like, I'm interested. I love basketball. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, y'all know this is pre-recorded. So March Madness is actually taking place right now as right we're now. recording. Yeah. Where did you play basketball, Tracy? I played at Western Kentucky University, and I actually have been very blessed. I have been to two Final Fours myself. I've been involved with March Madness, um, been to Sweet 16s, I've been to Elite 8s. and so. Um, this is a very exciting time of year for me too. So I, I've I've been very blessed. I've lived, I've had a and continue to have a very adventurous life. But yeah, I love basketball. Western Kentucky University, eighty four to eighty eight. Mm -hmm. So cool. Like y'all don't understand my love for college basketball and March Madness. I remember growing up and telling people March was my favorite month because mm -hmm. of March Madness. Y'all, I have no athletic bone in my body. I cannot play basketball. My older sister played, but she blew out both of her knees and scared me. So mm -hmm. I was just like, yeah, I'm not touching the court. But I love watching it. So to know, you know, you've been living this life like Tracy. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> now I'm all fangirling over here. It's all good. Um, oh, it's, it's definitely... So it's definitely elevated, but I definitely, I re, I look at it with very fond memories. I, I loved all that time of my life. I definitely don't miss the practices. I can say that. I don't miss the suicides <laughs> and running. I don't, I don't miss that at all, but I miss the team and the, you know, and the going to the, you know, championships and all that. I, I miss that, but yeah, it's, it's, it was a very blessed time for me and I love watching it too. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Look, I forgot all about purpose. I'm up here thinking about basketball. <laughs> Let me focus. Hey, but thank you for sharing that. So you touched a little bit on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. But how do you define purpose? I define purpose by being the almost authentic version of yourself that leads you to giving. And so in other words, in order for you to have a purpose that you need to fulfill, you first need to know who you are. You need to know that there's something in you that's been given and birthed that only you can do. Now, I'm a firm believer in this. I believe that we all come here, whether you come from Jesus, Buddha, the doorknob, but we all come here with a divine purpose in being. And if you don't do it, it won't get done. So what is that thing in you that burns, that gets you up in the morning, that you have visioned about, not just a dream, but a vision, that you know I've come here to do. And we all know it. But sometimes what happens is when our purpose comes against the work, we decide, oh, you know, it's just too hard. Oh, and then I doubt if I can do it. Oh, I'm not, 
thin enough, or I don't speak well, or I, and then we begin to doubt ourselves and then our purpose diminishes. So for me, the, the core essence of a purpose is what did you come here to do? And what is that, what is that inner voice in you that propels you forward? That is your purpose. Not everybody's purpose is going to be to be Beyonce. Not everybody's purpose is going to be, some people's purpose is to be the best bricklayers that they ever seen. They make beautiful landscaping. Some people's purposes are to be doctors and lawyers. Some people are to be coaches and heal one another, but we all have one. I love that. And I'm so happy you touched on the fact that, you know, this vision is not just a dream, right? Can you speak more to that? So a dream is something that you have and you say, oh, I wish I could have that. But a vision incorporates who you are. It taps into your mind, your body, your spirit. You can see that that, that vision actually takes place. It's not just a dream. Well, you know, I want to dream, of, you know, that I win a million dollars. That's a dream. But a, but a vision shows the path in which you're going to take to achieve that vision, to, to achieve that goal. That's the difference. And so, but a lot of times people's visions become dreams because the visions require work. It requires us to say, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to make the steps necessary. I'm willing to go into the uncomfortable places. I'm willing to have the uncomfortable conversations. I'm willing to come across as being selfish because I'm going to put me first. We're willing to have those things to achieve a vision, a dream just like, oh, I don't want to make the sacrifices. I don't want to, ups- I don't want to rock the boat. And so then we, our visions become just dreams and they become unfulfilled. And that to me is the greatest loss is not when someone dies, but having an unfulfilled life. You came here, you had purpose, you had fire. What happened? What happened to that? And I think what we said earlier is particularly when you're a social worker, you see people and it happens so you're here, you're you're helping people, you're you're moving people, and all of a sudden you're, you know, you're helping them move upon their paths, whatever that path is. And then all of a sudden you just forget who you are. And then you wake up one morning and you say, Well, I'm 52 and my life has passed me by, but that's not true. The vision never dies. It never dies. It awaits your arrival. So whether you're 52, 22, or 62 or 82. It's never too late. I think that's where a lot of people lose their purpose is they think, oh, it's too late for me to start. And it's never too late. It's never too late. I'm 57 years old. Oh, I'll be 57 in July. And I am now at this point living my best life. Love that. I love that so much, Tracy. But you're right. Like you're never too old. Um, I can say I'm really fortunate that I found my purpose pretty early in life in my 20s um and I became a life coach when I was 26 years old and I remember being a baby life coach and people looking at me like girl you haven't even lived a life yet what are you talking about and I remember in particular I was booked to be a keynote speaker and I was like I may have been 27 then like baby face though like I looked really really young and this lady looked at me She said, baby, you look 18. What are you about to tell us about? And I just smiled at her and I was like, you'll see. And then I told my story up on that stage and she came afterwards and gave me a hug. And she was like, I'm so sorry. 
she was like, I didn't know you had lived so much life, right? And I'm like, I, I get it. I totally get it. And we're still Facebook friends, even to this day, because I love her so much. But, you know, I was young and I know I was fortunate in finding that at a young age. However, one of the biggest blessings for me has been mentoring and training coaches who are in their 60s and even 70s. And I'm like, y'all trust me? Like me in my 30s? Like y'all want to learn from me? And it makes me nervous every single time that people trust me with something Mm -hmm. like that. But I'm like, okay, I have a purpose though. And my purpose is helping them to find their purpose and to do this work. And if they trust me, and my creator trusts me, let's go. Like, I can let's do go. this. We can do this. And it blesses my soul every single time, especially folks who are about to like retire. And they're like, you know, I've been living this dream for somebody else all these years. I've put in the work. I've been working for this company. Now I want to do this my way and I want to help people in my way. And I'm like, yeah, it's never too late. Never. As long as you still have some type of activity of yourself to be able to do it, go do it. I say every day that you put your feet on the floor, that that means your high power is not through with you. Every day, every day you open your eyes, there's a new opportunity for your higher power to use you. I call him Jesus. Some people call him Jehovah. Some people call him Buddha. I don't know. But whatever your higher power is, that when you open your eyes, here's an opportunity to do that, which you came here to do. And I will say this about age. It's not the age of your life. It's the life of your age. In other words, you can have, I know people who are 60 who have the life experiences of a 10 year old because they've never, they've been afraid to step out of that, that zone. They've been, they've used their trauma to hold them back versus using it to propel them forward. So it's not about how old you are. It really is about how you've lived your life. It's the life in your years, not the years of your life. So. I love that. And that really just reminded me of something. So um, this season, oh no, this season of the podcast has been different, Tracy. Like, From the very first episode, people have been talking about their higher power. They've been talking about their beliefs. Um, And I don't know, maybe it's a social worker in me, maybe it's just an open-mindedness in me. Like I accept people from wherever they come from, right? But I am a Christian. I do identify as Christian. And my little son is five years old. And he said something the other day when he was getting ready to go to school. He said, mommy, Jesus is counting on us. Like, come from okay. I I received that message, son. Okay, and to me, it was like you know we have to fulfill our purpose here on earth. Like we were put here, whether you believe in Jesus or not, whomever or whatever you believe in, we all have a purpose. And I I go as far as to say you know it's definitely not about religion for me. It's about relationship, and I feel as though we're all connected. on a spiritual level and we all have work to do right Mm -hmm. and it's just doing that work and my little son his little five-year-old wisdom was like Jesus is killing on us like we gotta get up and do the work y'all no matter our age or our experiences right and and I as a as a health coach health life coach I incorporate mind body spirit because we're all of those things As, as you said it doesn't matter what you believe we all believe in something and, I, and when people say, I don't believe in God, well, you believe that you're going to get up in the morning. Yeah. Well, then you believe in something. You, you, everybody believes in something. 
Mm-hmm. You believe the sun is going to come up. You believe your car, you go outside, you believe your car is going to start. You know, so you believe, you know, you believe you turn on the lights with switch, something's going to happen. So we all have faith in something. The question is, do you, does that faith prepare you to make your next step? Or do you just say, well, I'm so scared I can't move forward? So you're right. It's, it's, and for success for me, I can't talk about anybody else, but for me and my life coaching, my life coaching business, the incorporation of mind, body, and spirit has been key. Because I can't separate one without the other. I'm a full person. What you see is not just Tracy, the 6'3 basketball player. She's also, I took care of my mother until she took her last breath on January the 8th. I am the, you know, the baby of five siblings. I'm the grandmother of three people. I'm a life coach. I'm a cousin. I'm a devoted friend. I'm so much more than that. And to when you life coach or when you find your purpose too, you understand that all those things intersect together. So how can we make them work and not feel like we're so divided? And that's where that mind, body, spirit comes together. I hope that makes sense what I'm saying. Oh, it totally does. Like we're these whole beings, right? Right. Whole beings. Mm-hmm. We're not just this physical body. Right. We're not just what's mentally going on. Mm-hmm. And our spiritual side is not in isolation. It's connected mm-hmm. to all those things. Oh, and, um, and that makes us connected together. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. It, it makes us connected to one another. Mm-hmm. And through one um, another, I'll say this, through one another and through that connection, we also find our purpose. Because when it's that connectedness to not only ourselves, but to others that allows us to see our purpose in action talking to you, being here with you in this moment, you know, helps me and understand greater my purpose. You know, being a part of everything that you're doing deepens my purpose. And so when we have relationships with each other on that spiritual level as well, that can help us take us deeper to our purpose. Yes, indeed. So um, I think most of the people who listen to this podcast know that um, I create a Black Life Coach connection. Mm-hmm. Keyword connection is mm-hmm. that connection. And that's what you're speaking to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest, Tracy, I've been really tired lately mm-hmm. because I literally work seven days a week. So mm-hmm. Monday through Friday is working my full-time job. And then on the weekends, I work my business Um Cause you know, I got goals and such. And mm-hmm. every Saturday I have a group at nine 30 in the morning and every mm-hmm. Saturday I want to sleep in. I want to turn off my alarm. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't turn it off. Like I have to show up for these women who have entrusted me to do this work. Right. And every single time I get excited, like I'll start off sleeping. I might even have my camera off. I'll be real with y'all. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. I don't want to take my bonnet off. And so I have my little camera off on zoom and I'll talk to them and I'll teach them real good. But afterwards I'm so excited that mm-hmm. I woke up, I didn't turn off the alarm and go back to sleep and that I showed up for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's that connection piece. And it's not because, you know, I'm doing this amazing work. It's not about the work. It's about the people I'm connected to and being mm-hmm. in touch with them and being able to celebrate them. Um, it's worth it, right? So yeah, I'm gonna take a break though. I'm taking a vacation y'all soon, but well, and the, the thing of it too is, uh, I always like to say this, 
you know, your cup overflows. What's in the cup is for me. The overflow is for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So when your cup is full, it's easy to give to everybody else. Now you can't give what you don't have. So, you know, you have to keep your cup full for yourself. But our cup gets replenished when we give out. Yes. So I, like you, I have this, uh, every Friday I do a chill spot chat, Facebook live series every Friday at 7.30, 7.30 Central Standard Time. I'm sorry, 7.05 Central Standard Time. And there's some Friday mornings I'm like, listen. But once I get on that group, once people start coming in, and once the dialogue continues, starts, then it even strengthens more my purpose. And I get energy to continue, no matter how tired I am, from the responses I get from everybody else. Like you said, that connection is that connection. And also when your cup is empty, they give an opportunity to replenish you. So yeah, I definitely understand that. Such a beautiful thing. And it all comes from like living in your purpose. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, had some years where I wasn't living my purpose. I was just existing and I was tired for a different reason. I'll be honest, but being able to do what I love even while I'm working full-time, like, it doesn't even feel like work. Yeah, it's definitely work, y'all. Uh, don't get it twisted. It's work. But it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like me clocking in in my Monday through Friday job. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a different type of work because this is spiritual work. And mm -hmm. I try to explain that to other life coaches. I'm like, this is spiritual stuff. Like, you are working with people's lives people are precious and when they trust you and when they're vulnerable with you like oh, that means so much what a gift mm -hmm. what a gift that you have that your purpose can heal others what a what a gift that someone reaches out to you and they trust you what a gift and and to be responsible with that gift to know that your purpose is to help that person that you yeah, it's not enough money in the world sometimes when you, and that's nothing about purpose. Purpose isn't always financial. I think a lot of people think, well, this is my purpose and I'll become wealthy off of it. Your purpose isn't always to become wealthy by money. You're, because you can't take it with you, wherever you're going. I mean, whatever your high power is, you, I've never seen a Brinks truck at a few, at anywhere. So, <laughs> so the issue isn't, that you are gonna become wealthy by living in your purpose, but that your purpose will create a legacy and that your name and what you've invested in other people, after you're gone, people will be able to say, you know what? Sharika really made a difference in my life. Like who? Sharika, you, you, you didn't know her, but her, your name and your work will go on, go forward and, and it'll create a legacy. And that's what I feel like also is purpose. I think a lot of people get lost because they're like, well, because especially talking to, you know, health coaches, life coaches starting out, you're like, because I went through the same thing. Well, what am I going to make money? How am I going to make money? I got to pay bills. But understanding that your purpose isn't always about money. And that if you're walking in your true divine purpose, the universe sees that and it rewards you and it brings everything that you need back to you. So that has been the biggest lesson. If I have anything about walking into purpose and starting off in this and being a coach, understanding that my purpose wasn't always to make money. <laughs> my purpose was to heal, to grow, to share my experiences, to give to others. And then the money comes. 
I'm sitting over here speechless, like, man, I'm supposed to say something now. But yeah, all of that, like, I've never put that as eloquently. But yeah, exactly what you said. The provision will come. The money will come. And I'm not telling y'all you're going to, you know, become a millionaire in six months. We're all not going to be Beyonce's of life coaching. That's what I told told somebody. We're not all going to be the Beyonce's of life coaching, baby. That's not going to happen. Nah, it's not. We're not all going to be a Yamla, okay? She has her own thing going on. We are not her, and that's okay. I mean, you know, if I was a millionaire now, I would not be going to my real job um, Monday through Friday, but that's okay. It's fine. I like my job. But, you know, some things are bigger than money. And you can still make money from walking in your purpose, but Mm -hmm. it might not come as quick and as fast as you hoped, you know, because honestly, when you look at social media, which I love social media, I've connected with so many people because of social media, but -hmm. sometimes on social media, people may, you know, life coaching seem like it's going to be lucrative, extremely fast. Like people just throw money at you as you walk through the streets and that does not happen, Mm y'all. Let's let's be real. And that's okay because there are other ways that the universe will bless you as you walk into your purpose. I've never missed a meal and my lights ain't been cut off. That's what I tell folks. Amen. (laughs) And my lights ain't been cut off. And, but the, but the greater sense of it is, is that I know, and that, and that's part of being an effective coach as well. You understand that what's now is not always going to be. So yeah, this is in your purpose as you're starting out in this field it may seem like, well, this isn't working for me, but you got to keep going. Purpose is, they call it purpose for a reason. Cause I think a lot of times people get lost in thinking that it's an immediate, cause you know, our brains are wired. We want the immediate satisfaction. We plan today, we expect to go look and pick a harvest tomorrow. That's not how it works. You plant seeds, it takes a year. Cause you know, you plant them in the spring, you ain't gonna reap until fall. So there's gonna be a season where everything has to grow. And I tell my clients, what we're going through now is what's happening under the dirt. And sometimes your purpose is under the dirt. It has to, the seed has to take root. It has to grow. And then it's got to fight through the dirt to become the plant that you see. So right now, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. We're just in the seed part of it. And that happens with your purpose as well. Your purpose may not be very clear, but that's because you're in the dirt of it. But don't lose, don't lose focus because you're in the dirt. Going. Oh. I had to encourage a life coach this morning. She's a fairly new life coach. I'm like, look, keep going. She's like, I feel like I keep starting over. And I'm like, and that'll happen. You'll probably start over some more. I'm like, girl, in these 10 years I've been doing this, I've had to start over a whole bunch of times, starting from scratch at times, because, you know, I'm like, this isn't working right now. I'm gonna go do something else. But then I always come back because it's my purpose and I'm meant to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, and it's okay to start over. And I'm like, because each time I've started over, it's gotten bigger and better than before. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me, I love plants, y'all. Now, I am not an expert on plants. I am not. But I do know there are certain plants, they're usually outside and they grow from bulbs that, you know, the first year they come up, they're real cute and pretty. And then they die. They die mm-hmm. for the winter. But then they come back that next spring and they're bigger than before. Mm-hmm. But once again, they die mm-hmm. <laughs> after the season's over. And then they come back again, like year three, they're huge, right? They still die (laughs) and they rest and they're just bulbs under the ground. But then they come back again and they keep coming back for like a lifetime. 
but everything has to rest we have to take breaks even in our purpose even in our purpose the winners i I did a four-part series on the seasons of life a while back and the winter season is that rest season because the ground people don't realize in science the ground when you uh, harvest it's disrupted and it's 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 torn to pieces and so now the winter time is when the snow comes and it covers it so it can rest and that happens in your purpose too. Sometimes you get you you get so busy and you're tilling the ground, you're working, and you gotta rest. You, you have to let it be covered and rest so that it can come back stronger and wiser. And you learn so much in the winter season when you're resting. Because now your mind and your body and your spirit, it can rest. Now it doesn't mean you're not working, but it means that you are resting. And then also there's a part in that season, and I'm gonna be, but be quiet, but it it's also about trusting. It's understanding that just because the season is quiet doesn't mean I'm not trusting my skills, my purpose hasn't changed, what I believe in hasn't changed, my goals haven't changed. It's just a resting period. It's more of a comma than a period, so. Yes, indeed. And you never know how long that resting period will last, right? Right. And that's the thing. You have to be gentle with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to give yourself grace like you would give anyone else grace. Because it's a part of the process and process doesn't always feel good or look good. Let's be real. That's why you have to fall in love with the process and not the journey. You have to Mm. fall in love with the process, not the journey. Because if you fall in love with the journey, when the processes get hard, you'll quit. And like in weight loss, if you're just focusing on the journey, well, when it gets harder, because no, and and with processes, you have to be intentional. With journeys, you don't. With processes, you've never seen anybody in not, go up if somebody's going up a hill they're doing it intentionally nobody just says oh how did i get up here on top of this hill they intentionally went up the hill so when we fall in love with the process and not the journey when we have these hills that come we climb them because we're intentional i don't know if i asked you quick but that that was what came to my mind was you that that's an intentional process love that i wrote that down i was like fall in love with the process not the journey like that's deep I like that Tracy did you just come up with that or is that something you say a lot that's something I say a lot um and actually um something I I have to give kudos to my trainer I have a trainer and that's what we talk about when we work out he's like hey you gotta fall in love with the process you can't fall in love with the journey and so we I say that a lot but yeah fall in love with the process not the journey like that I like that a lot because that actually spoke to me in the season of life I'm in and you know since you're a health coach I'll just bring it up this Mm -hmm. whole fitness journey thing right like the journey part is real cute right you can have the before and after the pictures you can wear the cute little clothes my my daughter's 12 and she got on to me the other day y'all she was like look at you in your tiktok clothes going to the gym and I'm like really (laughs) my tiktok clothes ma'am but that's the cute part, right? Mm-hmm. That's the part everybody sees like, ooh, ah, look at you. You lost all this weight. You look different. But they're not here with me when I really want an ice cream cone. And I'm like, this is not on my meal plan. And I'm eating it anyway. And then I gain three pounds. And I'm like, dang, I just self-sabotaged, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a part of the process. Mm-hmm. There will be parts in the process, no matter the process, whether it's your purpose or you're going through a health thing, mm-hmm. like you will mess up, you will go backwards, you will trip, you will fall, but you will pick yourself back up and keep going. That's the you process. Will, you will fall when you are going through the process, 
you're going to stumble trip, and sometimes you're going to fall flat into a deep pit. The, the key is you can't get comfortable in the pit. Sometimes people, because I know for myself, I fell into a pit once and I tried to make it a house. I put a lamp in there. I tried to you know put a water bed in there. I tried to make it look nice, but it was a pit. I had to get out. I wasn't meant for the pit. I had to leave. So that's the key. And when you fall in love with the process, you understand, listen, I'm going to fall. I'm going to mess up. This is not always going to go well. But every day, if I open my eyes, it's an opportunity for me to get it right. And today and every day, I'm intentional. That doesn't mean that I don't make mistakes, because I do. But I'm intentional in making sure that I understand this process. And I'm not going yes. to stop. And because here's the thing about a journey too, and I'm, I promise I'm going to be The thing about a journey too is once you reach a destination, the bottom of one mountain, it, the bottom of one mountain, just is, you, you got to climb the next one. So the, the journey never ends. You get, you climb to one top of a mountain, but you got to go down. Or if you get to the bottom, you got to go up. So it never ends. So if you fall in love with the process, when the journey continues, you're not like, well, I thought I got here. I should be, I, I've reached this point where I have... 75 clients and I'm making six figures a month. It should be, no, now it's time for the next mountain. So if you're in, in the process, the journey continues. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it, y'all. I'm just, mm, I needed this today, Tracy. <laughs> you understand because, you know, you're talking about the whole intentionality and how when you're in love with the process, like things happen, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Yesterday, I was at work and I was real hungry. I had to be real good. I didn't take any snacks to work. I just ate my little meal, my little salad. And I was like, dang, I really want some cookout. I don't know if y'all got cookout in Tennessee, but we got the cookout and okay. it's affordable. Yeah, and it's yeah. affordable. It is. So mm -hmm. I was sitting at work. I was like, I really want cookout. Like, I really want two corn dogs and a Reese's Cup shake. <laughs> and then I texted my husband and I was like, look, I think we should eat cookout tonight. And he's not on this journey with me. He was like, okay. I was like, look, I'll even treat everybody. I'll pay for it. Like, because I really want those two corn dogs and that Reese's Cup shake. And I got it intentionally and I enjoyed it now. Intentionally. I sure did. And I intentionally took a nap after eating it. Cause I'm just like, man, this just put me to sleep. But I definitely woke up and still had my workout last night. Now I know my eating went off track. I'm like, but I'm still in this process. Mm -hmm. And Falling flat on my face is a part of the process, but I was proud of myself because I got up mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm about to work out. I'm not going to get rid of all these calories I just consumed and that's okay, but I still want to physically move my body because that's important to me. And I did it. So I was proud of myself, even though I demolished that shape. It was good, y'all. Well, I'm not eating much. I'm not eating meat for the month of March, but let me tell you something. I will tear up a Big Mac. And I know McDonald's is horrible for you, but for some reason, I like a Big Mac. No pickles. But anyway, I. but that, just because I eat that doesn't mean that that's who I am. That's mm -hmm. what I want. Because I'm a firm believer, too. If you want the corn dogs and milk and shake, eat it. Now, what do we do with it? Like you said, and movement is medicine. You're not going to work off the calories, but you've, you indulge for one night. So now, the next day or th throughout the week you eat less or you make wiser decisions so that you can have moments where you can have the corn dogs and a milkshake eating healthy and 
is not just an all or nothing situation. Just like life is not an all or nothing situation. Just like your purpose is not an all or nothing situation. It grows, it evolves, it changes, it moves with you, it's fluid. So yeah, have your corn dogs in your shake. As long as you're not having your corn dogs in your shakes every day. Exactly. Then, okay, you had with yesterday. Maybe you don't do it for another two weeks. You eat healthy for the two weeks and you're like, you know what? For two weeks, I worked out. I didn't miss a beat. I, I stayed under my, or however you do your diet, my caloric intake, or I ate. So today we all going to cook out and we going to tear up some corn dogs. We're going to have a shake. And that is reward because you've earned it. And you've worked toward it. It's part of the process. So yeah, don't, you know, you're not going to hear no criticism from me about that. <laughs> See, and that's how I know Tracy is a great health coach. I can tell because honestly, I'm not vulnerable with a lot of people in that way, right? But just, just genuine good people, good coaches, you can feel it. I was mm-hmm. feeling it and that felt good to share. And mm-hmm. I am not ashamed of my two corn dogs or my recent cup shake. And if mm-hmm. I do it again in two weeks, I just do it again in two weeks. Um, because, it is and then it you, is. you can know what you can even set a goal to do it in two weeks. See, that's why you, so that you know, that's what you want. Set a goal for it. Be intentional. I'm going to do all these things so I can have this in two weeks. If I was your coach, I'd be like, let's go. How are we going to hit this it. gym? How are we going to cut these? Because in two weeks, you get these corn dogs and these shakes. How are we going to make it work? Right, right. But it's all about being intentional. And it's the same exact way when it comes to purpose, like Tracy said. Like there will be times when if you're a coach, you will not want to look at people, see people, hear people's voices. Like I'm done. I'm tired. I need a break. And that is okay. Take your break. Take your little vacation or whatever. People will be okay. That will be fine. I promise you. Um, I do that to my people every now and then. So I'll run three groups. <laughs> and every now and then, when I'm doing something, like when I was like, okay, y'all, I'm going to become a clinical social worker now. I got to go find a therapy job. I was like, so the group's going to take a break for a couple months. And they were like, what? I'm like, look, I'll be back. But right now, I have to focus on what I need to focus on in order to be successful for my goals. And some of the people came back, some of the people didn't. And it was fine because the people who stuck around, like we picked back up and we kept going, right? And that's okay too. People will come and go as you coach. People will come and go as you run your business. And that's fine. You keep going when you're ready. Well, people have seasons in their lives too that have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. So you can be the most effective coach ever, but their season with you is over. And that's okay. You fulfilled the purpose for that season. And who's got, who comes back is supposed to come back. And who doesn't, that's okay. Like you said, that's okay. Because for them, their next season is going to begin. And as a effective coach walking in your purpose, you can release and say, I'm so glad that they didn't come back. Because that means that they are walking in a new direction and a purpose. And maybe they have found their intentionality in their journey. It's not personally. It is never personal. Very few things in life. Now I say this a lot. Very few things in life have anything to do with us. Very few. Very few. Yes. I've I've had that conversation with a therapist at my job. And although she's been at the job longer, she's technically been a therapist longer. She's younger. 
like Mm -hmm. she's so young and cute she's like only 23 and I feel like the wise auntie I'm like girl I'm 36 like I know you've been doing therapy longer than me but it's okay and I was telling her I'm like look don't take it personal when your clients leave it's Mm -hmm. okay it has nothing to do with you you wish them well on their journey and you keep doing what you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. people come and go but that doesn't mean that you didn't make a difference I'm sorry. I said I, <laughs> I said I could talk to you all day. I'm not going to though. But <laughs> um, thank you, thank you for all the things you shared. Thank you for all your wisdom and just pouring it out. Um, yeah, this has been fun. But before we go, Tracy, mm-hmm. please share with the people how they can find you online and learn more about you, and maybe join your groups. Yes, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Transformation with Tracy. Um, I have a webpage, Transformation with Tracy, but the best way to reach me is actually on Facebook. Um, I have a chill spot chat that I do every Friday at 7.05 Central Standard Time. You can um, get the link to that if you come to my Facebook page. You can also have a chill spot reads group. So we, we have books that we read that are all about self-empowerment, helping us move to better versions of ourselves. So everything that we do with Transformation with Tracy incorporates a mind, body, spirit. So yes, look me up on Facebook, Transformation with Tracy. Follow me. And I also follow back because I believe in follow for follow. So follow me, I'll follow you back. And I'm looking forward to just jump in. If you have any questions, jump in the chat reach out to me. I promise I'm really good about responding to people because I believe at the end of the day, we're all here to service one another and help one another. And if there's something I can say or do or offer that'll help someone along the way, hey, so you ain't got to go do what I did and mess it up the way I did, learn from me. Love that. So go find Transformation with Tracy on all the platforms, Facebook and Instagram. Follow her. I just did that. I was just on my phone following you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Visit the website. Get to know yes, more about website. her. Yeah, join all. I, I even have a YouTube channel. I just started a YouTube channel. So yes, Transformation with Tracy on YouTube as well. Subscribe. Yes, and that's Tracy, T-R-A-C-I. Yes. Transformation with Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. This has been so much fun. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for living out your purpose. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's been an honor. Awesome. And thank you, viewers. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. As always, this has been another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. Take care, y'all.